it's episode 100, you guys. Isn't that nuts? Plus, we just reached 2,000 Twitter followers the other day, and I think we're about to hit 28,000 downloads. I mean, everything's coming up Millhouse over here at the Booty Queue. So this week, we've got some twins who don't seem to know which twin they are. We make fun of Moon Juice founder Amanda Chantel Bacon. And we discuss a list of weird reasons why some dude allegedly left, quote, New Age, whatever he meant by that. Enjoy, bitches! It's because I was sitting outside talking on the phone with Amelia, smoking a cigarette, and the phone started ringing. And I was like, oh, the phone is ringing. I need to see what it is because, you know, my mom cannot hear the phone. So I have to, you know, see what's going on with the phone. Yeah. And she can hear it if I put it, you know, if we answer it and it goes on her speaker phone with the closed captions, right? But you can't really hear it ring. And I was like, oh, it's your friend Marlene. You know, do you want me to answer it? And she's like, I'm knocking on the door. And I'm like, oh, okay. So I told mom, (laughs) you know, your friend Marlene is like knocking on the door right now. It's like, oh. Because your mom, your mom had been in the shower. Yeah, because she had been in the shower getting ready to go get her hair done. Old lady problems. But anyway, so now there is... A house full of people here because my mom had bridge today and she totally forgot about it. <laughs> so all of a sudden there's like these people here and I had to go to the convenience store to buy like chips and stuff. So they had stuff to, you know, munch on while they're playing before they, oh my God. you know, they're going out to dinner after they finish playing. But, but you have to anyway, snack. Anyway, it was just kind of funny. <laughs> you have to snack when you play bridge. Bridge and bunko. Yeah. It's like, it's a requirement. Oh, yeah, but it was kind of funny. So. I love that. And I love this, like, the combination. It's like, on the one hand, she was supposed to play bridge, but she forgot, so she was going to go get her hair did. And it's, like, basically two conflicting old lady things. Oh, I know. And the, and the funny thing about that is the hair appointment today that I had to call and cancel uh-huh. was a hair appointment that I had to call and make last week because she had to cancel her last one. So, Oh my God. <laughs> so the hairdresser wasn't utterly thrilled when she heard from me again, but that's okay. And the whole reason why it's vitally important that they play bridge today is because tomorrow is the Super Bowl because that's when we're recording this. Yes. Cause they were supposed to play tomorrow, but they had to cancel because they all want to watch the Super Bowl. Because the 49ers are in the Super Bowl, which is the only thing I know. And I only know it's the Super Bowl tomorrow because I made a point of looking because I don't know when these things are. <laughs> but, oh, yeah, like, you know, my mom, big 49er fan. Oh, and you, I'm sure you can't escape it now that you're back out there. Oh, no, like, 
the grocery stores, Target, everywhere has 49er displays and t-shirts and hats and sweatshirts and football balloons above displays of Bud Light in the fucking grocery store, (laughs) you know? Yeah, it's really frightening. And, like, I have memories of people on street corners selling unofficial 49er merchandise back in the 80s when they would be in the Super Bowl. Yeah, in fact, it was on the news last night about... Cracking down on... Cracking down on, Ah! you know, illicit bootleg 49er, you know, stuff. I totally... (laughs) I mean, when I was in... I guess I would have been in junior high when we were out there when when they were in the Super Bowl. And, I mean, like, I didn't care, but of course the rest of the family did. And um, I had a totally bootleg 49er t-shirt that was, I just remember that it was like, it was like a bowling ball because it was the Super Bowl and it was Mm -hmm. like, they were playing the Bengals. So it was like a tiger, like a cartoon tiger looking scared and then like a big bowling ball coming at him to, to crush him. And I guess the 49ers logo or something was on the bowling ball. But that was supposed to be like a Super Bowl t-shirt. I don't know. I don't know why my dad would have bought that, and why I had it. I don't know if my sisters had them too, but I know I had one, and it was like, why do I have this? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. You know, and I'm noticing while you were talking, looking at the recording. You know, the recording track uh-huh. on Audacity. The neighbor behind me is mowing the lawn, and it's totally picking up the lawnmower. Oh, I can it's hear it. It's very, very faint, but it's picking up the lawnmower. I can, I can just barely hear it. How exciting. Well, you But know, I guess that's fine, right? Not, it is so what fine. it is. And the thing is, you know, I, I may or may not decide to edit it out because it's reality and whatever. Like if my dog- Yeah, and you know, such is the reality of my utter suburban life that I'm living out. Yes, you know? yes. Because I am totally in the suburbs now. Oh, yeah. And, like, really in the suburbs, like neighborhood built in the 50s in the suburbs so the real suburbs yeah that was the suburb that was the original suburbs of san jose whereas like where i was was the eventual suburbs of san jose oh yeah like (laughs) i'm living in official stepford wife land yeah oh my god which is kind of fabulous So, you know how I, I listen to NPR all the time, of course. right? And I heard this story on NPR, and it was really interesting and really compelling. And the people that the story was about were very emotionally involved. But while I was listening to it, I was like, well, to me, all your emotions are stupid. Am I hearing the ice cream man? No, you heard a wind chime. Oh. <laughs> you heard a wind chime. Okay, I'm sorry. I was just So, <laughs> let me just preface because this will make it make sense. Okay. I don't know if the listeners know that I was adopted. I think we've talked about it a little bit, but not Maybe. much. Yeah. 
you know, but I've always been one of those people where, like, people would ask me, like, oh, did you ever, you know, want to meet your birth parents? Right. And I was like, oh, my God, no. Like, what a fucking nuisance that would be. Oh, um, yeah. Yeah. So maybe this is why I reacted to this story in this way. Right. Right? Okay. So the story was there was these twin boys... And when they got home from the hospital, they were so identical that the mother could not tell them apart. Wow. So in order to tell them apart, she had used separate color diaper pins. Okay. And I don't remember what their names was, you know, what their names were. Right. But let's just say, you know, the yellow diaper pin was... Bob and the blue diaper pin was Mark or whatever okay. the fuck it was. Sure. And so, so that was how she told them apart. No big deal, right? Kind of cute story, kind of funny, kind of cute, right? Okay. So years later, so this story was about interviewing these two twins and how they had overheard a conversation with their parents talking about... How when they got home from the hospital, they couldn't tell them apart and they had to do the diaper pins. Right. And it put these these grown fucking men into goddamn trauma. Over the fact that they were so identical? Yeah. And they were like, oh my God, well, what if I'm not really Mark? What if I'm Bob? And what if you're not really Bob? What if you're Mark? What the fuck and difference all, does it make? You are who I know. you are. No, but this whole story was about that horse shit. And there is like, oh my God, maybe I'm committing fraud my whole life. And I've been using a fraudulent social security guard because what if I'm Mark instead of Bob and I've been using my brother's social security number? Well, it's not like, like what the flying. Ugh. Fuck is that horseshit? What do they think identity is? I know, and it was literally like one of those shows. It was like an hour show, right? right. Listening to these whiny fucking asshole brothers Ugh. talking about their trauma, they didn't really know who they were, and what about the social security numbers and blah, 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 blah. And then, you know, the mother was crying because the brothers were so upset and they had to go through these like really expensive, insane tests that involved the footprints that the hospital made in the 60s. Oh, God. To really, really verify their identity because heaven forbid they should be using one another's social security numbers. That See, the social security number thing, okay, that doesn't even fucking matter. Like, you know, I mean, of course, it none of it matters. It doesn't even matter. None of it your, matters. Your, your social security number doesn't matter until you get a fucking job. Like, nobody fucking cares. And you you are not given that number at birth. That number is not on your birth certificate. It so didn't fucking matter. And, and even, even if, okay, so literally the only difference between these two infants is, let's say, one was born 
at 10.06 a.m. and the other one was born at 10.09 a.m. Other yeah. than that, they're fucking identical and it doesn't fucking matter because they were raised the same. Everything they ever had was identical and it doesn't matter. By the time oh, yeah. by the time they're two years old, it doesn't matter what they're calling you. What if what if your name what if the name on your birth certificate was Lawrence, but they always called you Larry and you didn't know your name was Lawrence until you started school because no one ever called you Lawrence. And it wasn't know, it's like in your official records, you're Lawrence. You're not gonna have a fucking complex because your parents called you by a nickname. It's like it's Oh my god. Did, it was so fucking stupid. How are they and... allowed to act like that? Like, have they been doing this since they were like 15 years old and they're just attention seeking little whores? I don't know, but these grown fucking men were all butthurt about how they heard this anecdotal story and it started this big thing where they made their mother cry and they made their mother feel guilty. And it started this whole goddamn identity crisis, and they had to go through all this bullshit and pay all this money to really find out which one they were. Oh, my God. Based on goddamn footprints that were taken at the hospital from the 60s. Oh, my God. And I thought it was so stupid, I thought both of them should have just been shot. Yeah, because they're they're so useless. If they're this goddamn delicate, they can't function. If this is what's going to take them down and be their traumatic experience of their lives, not knowing which twin they are, even though they know they are who they are, what difference does it make? Call themselves Tweedledum and Tweedledum. It doesn't fucking matter. Out of the womb, one was Bob, but he grew up as Mark or vice versa. Who the fuck cares? Because the name is irrelevant. The name is fucking irrelevant. Your name is, what do you think your name is? If you think your name is Bob, good. Be Bob. It doesn't matter. No one cares. And I swear to God, like, I know twins. It makes me want to call up every twin I know and ask them if you found out, because this isn't like a switched at birth where you ended up in the wrong house. Oh, no. This yeah, no, is totally literally, not. I put you on the left side of the crib and I put the other one on the right side of the crib and then one day I accidentally switched you and then in the morning I wasn't sure which one you were. Yeah. But honestly, you were two weeks old. And it doesn't and actually it was affect your so fucking life. fucking stupid. And these boys, or men, I should say, yeah. were so traumatized. Honestly, And they oh. spent years trying to figure it out. And I think that's just goddamn criminal. Honestly, when when you first started the story, and because I had a feeling that there was that that, that somehow baby mix up would have been in there, but yeah. when, when you started and you said that the mother was so like I can't tell them apart, I thought she would have actually done something to one of the kids, like burned their little foot on the stove to give him a scar. Or tattooed yeah. <laughs> one of them. Yeah, no, or nothing like that. that would have actually been traumatic to a baby, and that would have been like, wow, just because you can't tell the difference, you couldn't have just gotten a sharpie or something. You had to, <laughs> you had to scar the child. I mean, like I thought it was going to be something like that. 
Oh, yeah, no, it was goddamn nothing. But it's like, instead of, I'm going to dress my twins identically because isn't that cute, it's, I'm going out of my way to dress my twins differently so I can tell them apart. Yeah, but who fucking and cares? It's, it's just, oh my god, it was so goddamn stupid. Oh, I hate them both. I hate them. Yeah, and they did, they literally did an hour-long NPR show about these two fucking men. Oh, I'm going to look them up. And they interviewed them, and they interviewed the mother, and it's like, oh my God, how The mother who did nothing wrong. Did nothing wrong. Yeah, exactly. Except the only thing she did wrong was she raised a couple of pussies. Yeah, because it's goddamn stupid. She she raised two whiny-ass pussies who are way too fucking delicate and they clearly something was wrong in the way they were raised, but that wasn't it because, yeah, the whole because they're allowed to be little about, One of them was talking about, Oh my God, maybe I've been committing fraud my whole life. Oh my God. And someone needs to tell them inadvertently using my brother's social security number, thinking it was mine. Like, does that even matter? It doesn't even fucking matter. And you know what? If they, if they don't shut up about it, then I believe that that means they are knowingly committing fraud and they are pretending to be each other because they want to pretend and blame their mother. They're trying to get away with something because otherwise they would shut the fuck up because no one would come up with that without it being a giant scheme about how to commit fraud. Oh, I know. Right. It's yeah, like, it's like so maybe stupid. they both dated the same chick. And they both were fucking the same chick, but she didn't know. Like, she <gasps> thought it was one guy, and they were both fucking her. Oh, like, how exciting. Because I guarantee you. I would hope you, it was something like that. I guarantee you something happened when they were kids, and they realized they could get away with shit, and they're actually probably actually criminals, but they're being treated like special little snowflakes right now because they're talking about their fucking trauma that doesn't exist. I guarantee yeah. you they're, they're actual criminals. Maybe. I've decided. It was just I decree so it. Fucking stupid and so fucking weird. Oh, I hate them. But and anyway. I'm going gonna, gonna to devote the rest of my life to proving that they're criminals. <laughs> Breathe deeply, deeply. The year of woo. So, oh my God, do you remember a couple years ago? When I told you about that crazy bitch named Amanda Chantel Bacon. Yeah, I think so. So she's, okay, she's kind of one of those Gwyneth Paltrow goopy women. But she's, okay, well, the way the way I first heard about her, I probably sent you, there was this video going around of a guy, like, just mocking her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like one of my favorite things ever. Three yoga dinner at Shima in Abikini, which is my three-year-old's favorite restaurant. I had a seaweed salad with micro cilantro and daikon, and a delicate broth of mushroom and herbs. Mmm, You know, and I and I became instantly fascinated because I was like, well, this obviously is a real person. So I looked into her, and this was years ago, but her name popped up recently like I don't even know why 
But all of a sudden, I started looking her up again. And can you, okay, so, so basically who she is. I cannot believe this bitch is still out here and making millions of dollars. Uh-huh. So she is basically the epitome of the rich white lady in yoga pants bullshit. She is like, she started a business called Moon Juice. And like Moon Juice is, you know, fresh pressed juice with little magical powders in it. Mm-hmm. And she's like, it's it's the whole wellness thing, but not like actual wellness. It's like imagined wellness. It's rich white lady wellness. Okay, yeah, it's I was going, just going to say, okay, yeah. <laughs> it's not like actually being healthy. It's just... You know, going to get a facial and thinking that that makes you healthy because you look better Mm -hmm. than other people or whatever. I don't know. But I mean, but this bitch is so, she's so gross. If people want to look into the origins of how dumb this bitch is, it is not hard to find this interview. I looked it up in 2016, Elle magazine. It was an article about what Amanda Chantel Bacon eats. Uh, like, and we're, of course, we're supposed to care, right? Right. The world needs to know what Amanda Chantel Bacon eats because she's Amanda Chantel Bacon. So, <laughs> but here, I wanted you to know what, what this dumb bitch, that one of the things that came up when I was seeing her being in the news, well, I mean, you know, in the news such as it is, not actual news, but apparently she got married <laughs> and she had her wedding cake was, quote, laced with sex dust because sex dust is one of her one of her like herbal powders. Oh, God, I was just going to say, what the fuck and, is that? And oh, my that God, even? like she wanted her. Oh, God, she wanted her her wedding cake to be. Like luscious and nourishment, and she wanted it to be. Oh, what's what's the word? What's the word for like like people who eat oysters so they can fuck? Oh God, yeah, I don't know. What's that called? (laughs) It's like a like some kind of chemical that makes you horny. What is that? Oh my God, what is the word? What aphrodisiac? She wanted wanted basically everyone at her wedding to get like super horny and all charged up from eating her cake. Oh God. Okay. I mean, obviously, clearly she's the worst. She's the absolute fucking worst. Well, but you know, it is true that, you know, weddings are notorious for people, you know, getting drunk and then fucking in the bathroom, you know. Are they? You know, <laughs> I've I never had that happen at a wedding, but that... I've read about such things. You know, I mean, you know, I, I hear about like the best man hooking up with a with a bridesmaid or whatever, but th- these things don't happen in in my presence. So you know, but you know the thing, the thing that she represents, and I guess Gwyneth Paltrow thinks she does, and there's a lot of this like that kind of. And it's always it's always rich white women with time on their hands who can somehow make a million dollars from co-opting some sort of bits and pieces of Eastern folk medicine or whatever and like sexing it up and and selling it to other rich white women, Uh you know, so that 
And what wellness means to them is being like skinny and ageless and having no pores and having big poochy lips. Like somehow that is wellness. (laughs) Oh, well, of course it is. Well, God, and I live in California now, so, you know, that shit's all around me. <laughs> oh, God. Thank God you're not in L.A., because L.A., it's like every fucking corner. Oh, God, I know. But, like, you know, we all need to just really band together and and refuse to participate in this in this shit. Because all we do is make stupid women rich. And we really need to stop it. I mean, this bitch is literally selling magnesium supplements for $42 on her website by calling it magnesium and saying how, you know, it's all about her wellness and it, it, it relaxes you and makes you poop in the morning. Oh my God. Because, you know, you can't just go to the grocery store and get a magnesium supplement or a multivitamin. I mean, really, Uh you have to get her special powder. Well, yeah, because it has the magic sex just in it. Oh, my God. She's so gross. Amanda Chantal Bacon, you guys. <laughs> Look her up. You will be. Oh, and she also, can I just say, she's one of those bitches that has horrific eyebrows. There are little Vietnamese women with wax for a reason. I'm just telling you. Mm-hmm. And her and her fucking center part hippie hair. Oh God, yeah, I totally have to oh, look it up. Oh God, oh God, you guys. Today I also called Moon Juice and got some drive-through. <laughs> I grabbed um, a mint chip hemp milk with double servings of matcha and uh, sprouted brown rice protein, sweet and stevia, as well as two goodness green juices. I'm Amanda Chantel Bacon! Have you ever encountered... I've seen so many articles like this, but this one is particularly heinous. Uh-oh. Those articles of like why i left new age or why i left paganism or why i stopped meditating have you ever encountered that shit no and it's always a fucking born-again christian that wrote it oh well yeah no i've i never have but i can see why that would get my attention if i saw one yeah it's always a goddamn born-again christian that wrote it and it's always a bunch of horseshit. Is it kind of like the people who are like, I used to be a Satanist? Is it those kind of people? It's like that okay. the most of the time. Okay. And this article that I found, and it's on, just for reference, www.2empowerthyself.com. Oh, God. He's obviously full of shit because... <laughs> This is an article. Here are the 12 reasons why I got out of the new age. Oh, God. Uh, Yeah. And the thing is, it's like when they say, like, I got out of the new age, or my favorite, my favorite is, I used to be a new ager. They're acting like that's a thing. And they're acting like... Even even if they were into some new agey type things, they're acting like 
I bought a crystal once and I went into a bookstore and, and that sold incense and they think that that means that they were, that that's the same thing as being part of some big organized religion. Yeah. Cause I can guarantee you anybody that said they used to be a new ager, they were never into anything and they're just They like, just went to a bookstore once. Yeah. And they're just trying to, you know, convert people to yeah. become evangelical Christians. But anyway. They wandered into the spirituality section of a, of a new agey bookstore and they picked up. Um, they picked up a copy of um, Autobiography of a Yogi, and they, they flipped it over and looked at the back. And they were like, oh, my God, I have to get out of here because I have just been touched by New Age. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, okay, one reason that this person left New Age. Mm-hmm. One, unhealthy practices. Oh, well. Like because what? New Age is full of strange and incomprehensible ritual spells, meditations, and incantations. Unlike Christianity, that has no rituals and incantations. <laughs> um, <laughs> raising your kundalini while channeling angels and twisting your body as you perform irregular breathing and meditation. <laughs> oh my god, that's a lot of shit all at once. That would that would give you a cramp. <laughs> That's like, I don't even know if you can do all those things at the same time. Twisting your body, irregular breathing. I was like, I'm pretty sure regular breathing. Raising your kundalini is not a thing. Even if you believe in the whole kundalini thing, that is energy that exists in you. And you don't do anything to it anyway. If you want yeah, to it, 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 If it's going to happen, it happens. It happens. If it's going to happen while you're in meditation. It could happen like and that. And perhaps it could be per- while you're performing irregular breathing. And perhaps <laughs> you chose that that day you're going to meditate in a really weird position. Okay, so that sentence doesn't make sense, and it's fabulous, And then we're going right? to throw some channeling angels in there, because of course that makes sense, because channeling angels is what those people do. What? 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 And so another unhealthy practice, they mix the Hindu system with spiritualistic and shamanistic practices. So? (laughs) And why, why, why single out Hinduism? Is it because Hindus are frequently brown? Is that the problem? I don't know, but then the next sentence, I don't know, but the next sentence first... They are incompatible, and these practices are not suitable to the modern age body. Body? Oh, good lord. The yogi practices are designed for a mind and body of the yogi who has trained themselves in that way. And authentic channelers are traditionally trained and studied to handle the spirits. Anyone who dabbles in these practices without understanding the system will cause irreparable harm to mind and spirit. So if you're going to do it, really get into it then. That's what they're saying? I, if you're going to do yeah, it, you better and be I mean, about it? Yes, if you're, if, if you're going to channel spirits, if you're going to really get into shamanism. <laughs> you, should, you should really do it then. Absolutely, you need to train yourselves and understand the system before you do it. Because otherwise you're just some white Chardonnay drinking bitch in yoga pants. Yeah, because also, you know, if you're not trained in it, it ain't gonna work. 
I mean, one would assume if you're actually going to do this, you need you, it doesn't just happen. None of this shit just happens. Oh god. You know, and I've gotten into a lot of stuff over the years of with my, you know, training shit that I've gotten into, but my training you try to channel something and you don't know what you're doing, guess what? You ain't going to become possessed by goddamn Pazuzu. It simply is not going to work. It's just that nothing's going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. But anyway, so this person, so another thing. Like chemicals, if you go in without having knowledge of anything you do, it will harm you. It's not a toy. It's not a game. Mostly it's science on a metaphysical level, which must be met with precision. So they're acknowledging so, that there's science involved? They're acknowledging yeah, so that? that? I kind of like that, but it's also kind of asshole too, because it's, it's un, because why is this under unhealthy practices? Because he's like, well, I'm trained and you're not, so it's unhealthy for you to do this. I mean, we're, we're, I, it, it doesn't even make any sense. Right. And so then we got on to point number two. Wait, we're only Why, on number two? Yeah. That was all point number one. Oh, Jesus. How long is this article? Yeah, so it's point number two of this asshole. Why he left New Age. It's not understandable. It's wrapped in confusing and vague terms. And all the ancient wisdom was clear and understandable. Um, he thinks... Uh, yeah. He thinks that the fact that for a thousand years people have been interpreting and reinterpreting the Bible means that the Bible is fucking clear. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god. And then it says, you don't hear the Buddha or Christ speaking about expanding quantum consciousness. How enlightening this must be for all of us. But many gobble up this nonsense like it's energy from heaven. Because people's egos don't like to feel stupid. So they pretend that this is profound. <laughs> well, I, I will say they're the most woo people. I think that would actually describe them pretty well. Oh, yeah. Because... The more woo you get, the more people are like, well, you just don't understand because you're not on my frequency. <laughs> oh, well, there is that. You know. There is that. But apparently, so it's not understandable to this guy. Oh, my God. And then, you know, three, it's hot scotch of incompatible and irrelevant spiritual discipline. Oh, so he decides what's relevant and not. Yeah, so I was going to say he must be a goddamn Christian. Right. Because it's like, add a bit of shamanism with Buddhism and paganism. Sprinkle some Hinduaz Hinduism with Christianity. Why not? And voila, you have your very own spirituality that you can aimlessly wander in your own journey. That sounds like exactly what anyone would want to do if organized religion doesn't work for them, but they want something. And there's nothing fucking wrong with it. This is where it gets me, right? Okay, so this guy writes, Each race have a race consciousness that allows them to understand certain ways oh. and have certain oh, group no. life lessons. Oh, no. Really? If you take the pieces of one spirituality with another, it's taken out of context. It is no longer spiritual. It is a concept of impracticality. 
So he's saying if if it's an Asian person's religion, my white brain couldn't really go. Yes. There. So is, yes. is this is this a, a another way of talking about cultural appropriation? I guess so. <laughs> oh my god. I guess so. And then he goes on, New Age Beliefs makes your ego frail and narcissistic. And he goes on, Those who ventured into New Age, all caps, New Age, are deathly afraid of any criticism or slight judgment. Unlike Christians who love being criticized. If you happen to not believe as they do, they will go frantic. You will have to tiptoe around them before they explode on you. (laughs) All you have to do is keep attending seminars, buy New Age books, and feel good. Heaven forbid you feel good about something. False promise. You don't need anything but yourself to be spiritual. See, the weird thing is you and I are not New Agey. We don't like new agey shit either, but this guy can go fuck himself. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. And then also why he left new age, there's a lack of balance. Really? Blaming Mercury retrograde or negative energy in other people is the norm. As opposed to blaming uh, demons and Satan? You know, (laughs) and it's like, I mean, I guess I can sort of understand that, but. It's a total misrepresentation of what, like, a spiritual path is because you might, people might acknowledge Mercury retrograde. I don't. People might acknowledge negative energy. I don't necessarily do that. But the people that I know that do those things are on a spiritual path, so they also recognize their own fault in the thing. You know, and a, and a false teaching of New Age, according to this guy, is always feel good. What you, a terrible idea. Feeling good does not mean you have high vibration, strong aura, or higher consciousness. It is merely a result of dopamine, serotonin, or Fuck endorphin yeah. acting on your body. Fuck yeah. It is nothing like the bliss that you may receive in deep meditation while in contact with true deity. Oh, well. So, does that even make sense? Because now he's sort of contradicting himself because he was like saying, you know... Well, true because he said true deity. So, he's saying if you're in meditation and you're talking to the one true God, then that's blissful, but... Me just feeling good because I ate a cupcake doesn't count. I don't know. This is to me is like sounding like he like was fucking some new age woman and she fucked him over and now she's mad. You know? Oh, sure. And I do sure. like this. I like this one. This is a good reason to leave the movement. And I will say that. So I'm not entirely against this guy. Right. I am, but whatever. But I love number eight. Love and light and piss off. Oh, well, yeah, I mean, that's definite. I love that he hates love and light. Because I hate love and light, and I hate thoughts and prayers. (laughs) And this is true. I'm just going to read what he wrote, because I'm so about this. The New Age community are full of people who at first give blessings and peace, 
then turn around behind your back and curses you to damnation in the most polite way possible. Love and light or namaste. These words utter the passive-aggressive response that I have been seeing lately. I didn't understand why he said it was passive-aggressive. Does he explain? Okay, so I can't say, I'm not going to say a name. But do you remember, you know, Little Miss Psychic New Age that used to be my neighbor? Yeah. She was always like, oh, I'm sending you love and light. Oh, I know. And she would sign her emails, love and light. She's the most passive-aggressive, judgmental fucking bitch I've ever known. (laughs) I mean, she's worse than us because... Well, at least we're open about how... Yeah. So I sort of agree with he doesn't like the love and light or piss off kind of thing. So, yeah, I like that. Well, and, and like, he included namaste in there, and uh, the the use of namaste by white people who don't know what, what it means, and they just, um, okay, like this dumb white bitch at work, I'm just going to tell the story. She was just like, oh, are you from India? Yeah. Oh, well, namaste. Oh, my like, goodness. What did she, did she think that means hello? What the fuck did she just do? <laughs> but this is also a dumb bitch who one time said, you're from Bulgaria? I know someone from Australia. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, my God. Well, alphabetically, they're almost the same thing. <laughs> but, you know, dumb white bitch is dumb white bitch. Oh, God. You know what I got to say about that? Okay, so my beloved Colette Baron Reed. Uh huh. Oh my God. Yeah. Okay, so like one of her meditations, and you know how much I love her guided meditations. I love oh, her, I and she has oh, brought me so much happiness and thought, and you know whatever. I can't say enough oh, good things about her. But I was really, really freaked out in one of her meditations at the end of it. She goes, Namaste. She said Namaste? Yes. Very breathy. Very new age housewife. Namaste. And I'm like... Oh, that's upsetting. I'm like, girl, really? Because I really, really, really thought you were the real deal. That's really... Oh, that's creepy. But she said, Goddamn Namaste. (laughs) <laughs> no, see, if you're going to say it like that, you should you should proceed it with goddamn. Goddamn. God, goddamn Namaste. Namaste. Uh, uh, that might have to be the name of this episode. <laughs> so anyway, so another reason why this person left New Age... New Age business skyrocket. I understand that. Let's talk. We we can go on forever. Let's not even talk about all the fucking quacks online that ask for money. Totally agree with that. That's a bunch of horseshit. Right. Ruby covered wands that cure cancer, for example. Yes. Yes. But I like this one. He left because they ignore the negative. Yeah. If you ignore the negative, you're you're fucking stupid. Yeah. That's the love and light bullshit. Uh, you yeah. know, and again, I'm going to go back to my love and light friend. Mm-hmm. Who would always, you know, 
ignore the negative energy and I'm not going to give power to that. And we won't even go into the tragedy that's happened in her life. Right. Because she ignored the negative. Oh, God, yes. Yeah. Let's just say we know enough about this woman to know, Jesus Christ, if she had just been a little more aware and stopped pretending like shit wasn't happening, her life would have not turned out the way it did. And I remember reading this the first time, thinking this, the first part of this article, this guy is a total asshole. Right. But then he does have some good points. Well, it's only because, it's only because we're, we don't like new agey bullshit either. Yeah. So it's but interesting. But he's lumping in, he's lumping in legitimate, some legitimate religious shit with new agey bullshit. That's the problem. Yeah. And I will say that I really, really do hate the ignoring the negative bullshit because I remember teaching in my Wicca classes and I remember saying, you know, all this positivity and all this love and light is a bunch of horseshit. Yeah. I was like, paganism is getting about in the dirt and getting in the shit and doing shadow work and embracing the negative so you can understand it and move beyond it, not living in it. Right. But embracing it, and that's not ignoring it. And there is a lot of new age people that do that shit. This doesn't even make sense to me, so I'm just going to read it. Number 11, it's all your fault. From cancer to breakups to homelessness and any negative experience, new age says it's all your fault. Oh, that's that Marianne Williamson bullshit. That's that bitch that was running for president. Uh, that's her shit. Her, she's one of those love and light assholes who believe that you give yourself cancer and you ruin your life with your negative thoughts. She's one of those. I, I don't know. I've never experienced that belief system. I've heard oh, about but it's it, totally but I've never there. known it's anybody totally that's had it. You know. Well, that's because you don't hang out with those people. But those people are out there. They're, I mean, those people are huge. And those people are fucking rich because people buy into it. I mean, that woman was rich enough to run for president on her own fucking money. You know how expensive it is to run for president? Oh, I know. So, but anyway, yeah. so that was interesting. And so the last one I do like. Lack of common sense. Let me just read what he wrote because I like it. Okay. Do you have to do this or be that? Give up having fun? Be a vegetarian. The answer is no, no, and no. Either New Age develops you into delusion or perhaps the deluded find solace in the New Age philosophy. I love that because, god damn it. I cannot stand listening to goddamn vegetarians and goddamn vegans talk about how it's part of their spiritual practice. Do they? Oh, oh, so let me tell you. Is it because I don't hang out with those people? Is that why I don't hear about this? Yeah. I understand and respect, and I actually, I one of my aspirations, which I don't have the strength to do is to become a vegetarian. Right. Because I think the meat industry is absolutely appalling. Right. I honestly 100% believe that. Mm-hmm. But on the other hand, I have an acquaintance that I, that used to be a part of my coven who 
was so militantly vegan that when we had our big celebration for a big group of people that initiated into our order, she would not allow us to have the reception in her house because she did not want the energy of cheese in her house because it was dairy and it was not vegan. That it didn't matter that she wasn't going to eat it and it wasn't going to touch her plates or anything. She just didn't want it in her house. Because where that cheese came from, maybe the cows weren't happy or the sheep weren't happy or whatever. Right. And I understand the ethical concerns about it. Like I said, I do fantasize about becoming a vegetarian. Right. But there's a level of goddamn stupidity about that. Well, you know, the only actual vegan that I know also hates those people. What? Yes. She hates other vegans with a passion because because so many vegans are such pompous assholes. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But that doesn't stop her from being a vegan. And she's a very serious vegan who, have, you know, for ethical reasons, it's not a spiritual thing. It's an ethical thing. And she doesn't like vegans who are all about, who claim they're healthier than other people. She doesn't, because they look at her and say, well, you're fat, so you take up too many resources, so your existence is bad for the environment, so you don't get to stand by me. I mean, there are assholes out there in the vegan and vegetarian world for reasons that people can't even imagine. Oh, yeah. You know, it's like, it's not just, well, my diet's better than your diet. It's like, it's just as anyone who's, anyone who is fanatical and militant about whatever the fuck they eat, whether it's fucking keto or vegetarianism or whatever, if you're militant about it, shut the fuck up. Oh, girl, yes. I mean, like the people who talk about bacon as though bacon is a religion. It's like, it's just bacon. It's just meat with some smoke. Yeah, I know. But, you know, I like it, but there is a lot. But I also like that, you know, and again, going back to my friend, mm-hmm. um, I like his point of, you know, do you have to give up having fun? Because, you know, her big thing is like, well, I used to really enjoy going to Kerrville and I really miss everybody out there. But I just couldn't go out there anymore because of the energy. Because everybody is drunk and stoned. So she can't allow herself to have fun anymore because other people who are having fun aren't as superior as she is. Oh yeah, but she's saying this as she's drinking like a vodka drink and just took a hit off a joint. Oh, well that's just complete bullshit then. But you know, but everybody out there is drunk and stoned. But she's spiritually evolved and they're not. So therefore their fun is invalid and hers is somehow valid. I, 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 yeah. Hi, this is Two Girls on a Bench, the podcast. So we're two writers who tend to procrastinate just a bit. We like to snack. We like to talk. We don't have time to write, but we have time to do this podcast. We certainly do. Join us on the bench. Listen in. At number two, Girls on a Bench. Girls on a Bench.
Yes. And I did, you yeah. know, and I, I had no idea until you told me that, and I, I'm fucking blown away. That is amazing. How did we? How did we get to a hundred episodes? <laughs> it's so weird. And I guess in a weird, in a weird way, because we do this every other week, I guess you know we could have gotten here twice as fast, but it's still, it's, it's still kind of amazing. And that there are people who have listened to all 100 episodes. There are. I don't think there's that many, but there are some. Yeah. There, there are, are some. some. Angie. Definitely... Hi, Angie. <laughs> Maybe the only one that's listened to all 100. Maybe. It's but... <laughs> to say. There's a lot of people who are, who are close, but it's possible they've skipped some here and there. Oh, my God. There's a lot of people who intend to, but they get very far behind. But that's okay. Yeah, and I just I just do want to say too that I am um, I've been kind of boring lately, and I know that because you know I've been trying to like adjust and blah blah blah. But over the next couple of months, I'm going to a new hippie festival. Oh my god! Oh my I'm god, going to true. a con. Actually, I'm going to two cons. I'm going to Frightmere with you, and yeah. I'm going to Baycon after that. And right before Frightmere, I'm going to that hippie festival. So. I oh will God. have more interesting stories, and my bitchy, cunty gossipiness will return. <laughs> I'm very sorry that I haven't had anything new to share, but well, you've been hanging I'm out with your working mother. on it. I've been hanging out with my mother and working. Well, God damn yeah. it, working. But you work with robots. That's exciting. Yeah, but you know, I. It's 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 like uh. Uh, warehouse robots, but still. It's, it's kind of fucking weird, though. I have not had a straight job in, what, 10 years, 11 years? Easily. This is really fucking weird, having, like, a straight job, having, like, a real job. Like, yeah. I'm not used to this employment bullshit. I know. What's up with that? God damn it. <laughs> I'm working on it. for listening. If you enjoy our show, please take a moment to rate and review us on Apple Podcasts or Stitcher. If you send us a screenshot of your review, we'll send you a Bitchin' Boutique sticker. Everyone Everyone loves loves stickers! Please subscribe or add us to your favorites wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribers get new episodes first and are also more attractive. Drop us a line anytime at pitneyandamelia at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. Chantal Bacon and I invented moon juice and this is my food diary. Thank you.